Welcome to the Joey Mitchell Podcast. Celebrity Interviews. Joey's been broadcasting his radio show throughout California for over 51 years and has interviewed hundreds of celebrities. Most of these interviews have only aired once. Now, he's decided to share them once again. Every week, a new celebrity with a behind-the-scenes peek into what happened before and after the interview. So sit back, relax, and get set to travel back in time. Here's Joey. Hey, thanks, Todd, and welcome to another edition of Celebrity Interviews with me, Joey Mitchell. Today, we give a listen to a fellow who just really makes me laugh. But ironically, I'd never heard of this next person until my program director at K-Hits, Rico Garcia, introduced me to his videos. I'm talking about Vic DiBattetto. Now, that may not be a household name to you, but once I introduce you to him, you check out a couple of his videos and hear this interview... I think you'll be as hooked as we are. Vic was born on February 9, 1961 in Brooklyn, New York. He's of Italian descent. He started doing stand-up in 81 at Pip's Comedy Club, which is in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. In 91, DiBattetto made his first television appearance on America's Funniest People with his son Michael and was the $10,000 grand prize winner for their home video of a mock ventriloquist act. In February of 2013, in response to the February 2013 Nor'easter, DiBattetto created a YouTube video entitled Bread or Milk, which received over 17 million views. The video has since then been shown on The View, CNN, The Today Show, and local weather channels. DiBattetto has claimed that this video along with his internet following, is what eventually got him to stardom in show business, stating that 30 seconds of stupidity (laughs) brought him more recognition than 30 years of stand-up. The following year, DiBattetto received a phone call from Kevin James, who had personally asked him to appear in a minor role in Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. James told DiBattetto that he was so impressed by his YouTube videos that he created the Mall Cop character based on Tony Gaga, a recurring character in DiBattetto's videos. We were so impressed that we invited Vic to come visit with us at the radio station. He spent an entire morning with us and then actually did his stand-up comedy routine in front of a packed audience for two nights at a local club. Because of the morning show and later going on to his show, Vic and I became friends. But this particular interview is before all that. It's when we first meet via telephone. Here's a guy who took a five-minute YouTube video and turned it into an entire career. Vic DiBattetto. Hey, this is Vic DiBattetto. This is Joey. <laughs> yeah, Vic. I was just watching you on YouTube talking about your car, your wife's car keys. How are you, my friend? Uh, great. Never better. Thank you. I am a big fan, let me tell you. I am also from uh, back east. I'm, I'm from uh, Washington Heights, just off the bridge wow. from New Jersey. And a big, I'm the only... I'm the, only, I'm the only Yankee fan in Sacramento, you know? So I love wow. watching you in your Yankee uniform. Thank you. Well, they're going to get a ripping uh, for losing to the Rays. Oh, man, they're so terrible right now, but I still got all my gear. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, once a fan, always a fan. Exactly, exactly. I, I grew up in there. I lived 20 years. I went to school with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At, uh, wow. Yeah, so we have a lot in common. So let, let me let me start this off here, and uh, and then we can talk. But I wanted you to know from the get-go, I'm a fan, okay? Thank you. It's, it's reassuring to know I got fans out in the West Coast. 
Vic DiBattetto is a terrific comedian, man. He's also an actor, as well known as a gifted improvisational guy. He's got over 5,000 vignettes that he has performed on YouTube. I don't know where he comes up with all the material, but you got to tell that he's a social media giant just by... His Facebook likes, 198,000. His internet views, 120 million. His Instagram followers, 110,000. His YouTube subscribers, 100,000. See what I'm saying? And now he's done all this on the East Coast. He's finally coming to California, July 19th through the 21st. He'll be at Punchline. And why is he calling me so early? Because if I don't do well, he's not going to show up. Is that right? Right, you know, I gotta sell these shows out. Although that's the bottom line, they just they just want to see seats filled up, and I'm really curious to how I'm going to draw in in uh, California. Oh man, you're going to do well. Everybody watches you on YouTube, man. I mean, it all started for you with a video you posted about bread and milk. Explain, Vic. Well, I don't know. This is see, this is where the difference is. I don't know if people in California can relate to this. Every time there's a snowstorm in the anywhere in the Northeast, people panic. And I opened the door. I saw a snowflake, and I right away thought of all the people panicking that uh, got to get the bread and milk. For some reason, people got to get the bread and milk during a snowstorm, which I'll never understand. <laughs> so I just reenacted one of those morons running from the house to the car. Got to get the bread and milk. Get, they said snow. And that, that video was 26 seconds, and it got me more recognition in 30 years of stand-up. Isn't that amazing? That's what, that's yep. what the Internet does now. You know, when you and I were growing yep. up, who, who heard of that? Exactly. And now you... We had, uh, we had uh, you know, growing, doing comedy back when I started. I started 35 years ago. You know, the big thing was to get on Letterman or Carson, mm-hmm. and once Carson sat you down, that was like being made in the mafia, you yeah, know, yeah. when he called you to the couch. But those days are over. You could do Jimmy Kimmel and Fallon 10 times. It means nothing. The social media, I, I got lucky. I'm 57. You know, the social media is, is run by the millennials. So here, <laughs> here I am, this, this big chooch that came out of nowhere, and I got a following, man. I'm selling out theaters all over the Northeast, Florida. Everybody and, uh, loves you. I'm starting to branch out now. Everybody loves you, man. No matter what uh, the age. Don't kid yourself. I, I have my haters too. Believe you have it or haters, not. yeah. Well, I see these people imitating you, and they put they post videos, you know, yep. with, with your famous line, "Coffee, anybody want coffee?" And these, these are kids yep. doing that. I have parents sending me videos of their kids <laughs> imitating me. It's, <laughs> I mean, one show I had a I had a. 17-year-old and a 93-year-old. I mean, I'm reaching all ages. That's all amazing. It's how very do you, rewarding. I, how do you come up with yeah. the material? I mean, there's thousands and thousands of ideas you have. I know. Well, that's the beauty of the vignettes. They're all, I call them fixed vignettes. They're only a minute or two, and because people got no attention span these days. Yeah. you got to grab them within the first few seconds. I mean, you but talk about everything. Yeah, my stand-up. I find it more difficult to come up with new material, but the vignettes, I mean, uh, every day, it's just the simple, the simple little things that we all could relate to. One of your latest is, is you get a package at the, at the post office and you see you opening yeah. you, a close up of yep. you opening the box. And then what happens? 
and then the camera, it's a small, typical post office box. It's like two by four. Mm -hmm. It fit a letter in. So the camera shows me closing the box, and it pans down to my feet. There's a big freaking 12 by 18 box. And I, I walk out holding the box, just not saying a word, just giving my look, my famous look. And, 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 and the viewer is like, how did he get that gigantic box out of the little tiny post office? Right. And you, it's sad to say, some people, are, there's a lot, of, I hate to say it, there's a lot of stupid people in this country. I, you're going to get comments. I don't understand. How did he get that box? It's a joke. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I do four hours a day, five days a week, and, you know, you wonder how these people get upset about everything you do. Well, that's the new world we live in now. And See, that's why I don't talk politics. I I talk about myself, my family. Unless you're Bill Maher or uh, Steve Colbert, you cannot talk politics. Mm -hmm. That's not my... I'd rather just stay clear with it. People come to me to get away from that circus. Explain your wife's car keys, your latest video. Okay, now my wife, this is at the time when she had a Volkswagen Beetle, and it's got the, all these cars now have the push-button start. Uh-huh. So I dropped her off to get her, she had to get a nail, a pedicure, you know, a day of pampering. <laughs> and um, I started the car for her because it was snowing out. I had to clear off the snow. You know, I'm a good husband. I don't want to do all this. So she pulls away while the car is running. But I had the keys. So she, I go in the house with the keys because I pressed the button to start it. <laughs> right. she, she calls me from the beauty salon. I can't shut the car because I don't have the keys. I'm never going to be able to restart it because you can't start it without the keys. So now I had to go, and she screwed up my day. I'm about to take a, do a number two. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> And you know, God forbid her days get screwed up. But when my schedule gets screwed up, so now the donkey's got to get in my car and bring her the keys. <laughs> and you figure she don't need the keys. She's got a push button. Exactly. No, no, but you can't use the push button unless the keys are in yeah. with a few feet of the button. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> what about? And I, I can't stand that. What about the fact that she's always at the, the what is it, the home... Home goods. Home, Home goods. goods. Yeah. I don't know if they have them out in California. Yeah, they do. This, this, this is the worst store <laughs> that men have to... Let me explain. Home goods is a big store of miscellaneous junk that doesn't match or make any sense. It's like it's like the store of misfit furniture. You, you got a, a scale that's a clock, a recliner that doesn't recline. Empty. We have four empty bird cages. She bought a picture of an empty birdcage, and it's hanging next to the four empty birdcages. <laughs> but I can't say nothing because I'm never, I'm never going to win. You know, I come home with a little four by seven Yankee poster. Where's that going? More Yankee crap? Yeah, you can't win. I'm married 35 years. The first thing I tell her in the morning is I'm sorry. Says, For what? I don't know. Whatever I'm going to be accused throughout the day. Let me take care of it now instead of running up a tab. <laughs> I saw you in the attic with more junk. What was that about? Oh, my God, the attic. I, I, I dread the attic. First of all, there's no room to walk. You look for that one beam so you don't fall through the sheetrock below. Now you're balancing yourself like Nadia Komeni. You know, and my two kids are in the hallway watching me like the two twins in the, in the hotel on The Shining, just staring at me instead of helping me. My son's an artist. I'm like, hey, Mike. Why don't you paint the picture of Daddy falling out of the attic and snapping his neck? Why don't you do that? 
You know what he did? He We had a snowstorm one year. Instead of helping me shovel the snow, he painted a picture of me shoveling the snow. <laughs> that yep. is fine. Why do you, you why can't do, make this up. You can't make this up. Why do paper plates upset you, Vic? Uh, paper plates. Uh, because they, they stack them so tightly together. And it takes a few minutes, and you get a, you, you, you know what you need? You need like long nails or a file to slither in there. So I don't, you know what I do now? I put them against the wall till they all separate. <laughs> I can't believe you're still alive. So many things tick you off. And then when I'm watching, like your veins are popping out, I say, he's yeah, going to stroke. He's going to stroke out. Nah, see, the thing is, when I'm on stage, I'm a different person. Off stage, see, when I'm home, I can't say anything. My, my daughter rolls her eyes. My son shakes her head. My, uh, my wife walks out of there. So I just sit there like the Lincoln Memorial. So that's why the videos and my act, that it's my release. It's my therapy. We can't wait to see you. He'll be July 19th through the 21st at the Punchline. That's Thursday through uh, Sunday, I believe. Yes. Yes. Uh, is it? Or maybe it's Saturday. You think I would know? You think I'd have a calendar? For God's sakes, this is a Something big like time that. radio just station. Tell to go, just tell them to go to the website. Oh, it's all there. It's that's through, another thing. Through, no matter how much info I give my fans, like I just did the Borgata in Atlantic City. Uh huh. Sold it out months in advance. A lady uh, inboxes me. How do I get tickets for the Borgata? I told them call Harris. <laughs> How do you get called the Borgata? What, what are you asking me for? I know. I know. I get those same kind of crazy questions. Holy Christ. I, I love Bruce Springsteen. I don't I don't ask him how to get tickets for his shows. <laughs> well, It's just what, amazing. Uh, hopefully, you're going to be in the studio with us when you're here in town, okay? I want to. You're yeah. kidding me. Yeah, that would be awesome, man, because we love you well, here. Work it out with Russell. Did you work it out with Russell? Yeah, we're, we're, we're working it out, and, uh, and we have this uh, uh, initial interview, which is going to be on coming on now, and then uh, hopefully when you're in town, you can drop by, because uh, the whole Absolutely. station here watches you, man. We watch you all the time on YouTube. Really? Yeah, we love it. We wow, are just big fans. Cool. So we hope to see you soon. Thank yeah, you so much I for the phone to. call. I want to take pictures. We'll take some pictures. Yeah. Take some phone calls. Yeah. yeah, I like doing that. And then we'll videotape you and put you on our website, okay? Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Hey, Vic, thanks so much for the call, man. Thanks, Joey. Vic, By the way, when was the last time you were in Washington Heights? When was the last time? Oh, my God, when they spoke English. Well, let me tell you, now that's, that's where they go to kill hookers now, so be <laughs> careful. I'll Watch. talk to you later. Have a great day, Joey. All right, man. Take care, brother. That's all for today's episode of Celebrity Interviews with Joey Mitchell. Join us again next week for another well-known celebrity that most likely only aired once on Joey's show. Until now. Now you can subscribe to the podcast at patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell Podcast. Patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell Podcast. And you'll never miss an episode or extras only available to subscribers. Please visit and like Joey Mitchell's podcast on Facebook and tell us what you think. Thanks for listening.